0: Well, welcome back to another edition of the Boaters Extra Podcast. It's Monday, August 15th, Uh, pretty much two weeks down in Purdue's uh, preseason practices or training camp, if that's what you prefer, with one week uh, to go before school starts, classes begin, and then basically at that point, uh, Purdue is into game week since they're playing on September 1st. Uh, against Penn State at ross Stadium. So this is the last week where you where the coaching staff needs to, to sort some things out. And, I mean, as you look ahead at what the depth chart potentially will look like uh, for that opener, I don't think there's really a lot of questions right now from uh, your starters, and I think the starters have been – uh pretty well set uh f- for for a while. Now, saying that, uh when I say the starters, I'm going basically on everybody being healthy. And right now not everybody uh is healthy and as we go through uh the position by position, uh you'll realize not everybody is healthy, but when healthy I think the starters are pretty well set. So we'll jump into it here, just kinda based on what what I've seen through the first, you know, two weeks, eight practices, you know, how this thing's may may shake up. You know, depth is going to be a big question, of course, always is with Purdue. Uh because you're gonna have injuries, they've already had already had a couple that uh, that are going to uh you know, hurt them a little bit as we as Purdue gets this season uh, underway. Uh, on offense, first of all, obviously at quarterback, Aiden O'Connell is the starter. Uh, Austin Burton likely is your number two. Uh, beyond that, you have Michael Lamo and, and Brady Allen. So, I mean, quarterback is set. Uh, as long as Aiden stays healthy, he's going to play. I don't think we need to spend a whole lot of time there. Uh, running back, I think King Derue will be the number one back. Doesn't mean he's going to get the most carries. It doesn't mean he's going to get the most snaps but I think he's earned the right uh based on his play in 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 camp uh and throughout his career uh to at least be a starter as 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 the season gets on. Uh now beyond that, uh I think situ- situations will dictate uh who's in the game, but I think you know, I think King uh, assuming they have a running back in there uh for the first snap and that and that, uh, and that could also could be Tyrone Tracy. Uh, in that spot, uh, depending on what the play is and uh, the formation, and and all that kind of stuff. But um, you know, I think King uh, will be your starter at number one, and then you have a rotation of Tracy, Dylan Downing, Kobe Lewis, Devin Maccabee that may may factor into that throughout the the course of any game. But I think King is uh, going to be the number one uh, running back, wide receiver. Uh, this is where we get into the tricky part as far as injuries. Uh, are concerned. I think Brock Thompson, if healthy, is a is a number one receiver. Uh, he's you know recovering from two rods being put in his legs uh, since the the bowl game last December. Um, he, he's been in and out of practice uh, so far. Uh, did not participate in the scrimmage last Saturday. Uh, does he participate in this Saturday scrimmage? Uh, you know, Jeff Brom did say he's still on pace to to play in the opener, uh, but he's going to need he's going to need some more practice time to uh, to to really make an impact uh, uh, in that opener. But you know, if he's healthy, he's a number one receiver. Charlie Jones is a number one receiver. He's been in and out a little bit of camp, but he's still I think he's on pace to to be a number one guy. You know, if Tyrone Tracy's not lining up in the backfield. Uh, he'll be he'll be a, a number one uh, receiver as well. so those those would be my three number one receivers as far as starters go if they go with uh, three wide receiver formation. and then you've got others that would that would be in the mix depending on the formation uh, to be at the top of the depth chart, TJ Sheffield in the slot, Deion Burks uh, in the slot. Uh, you've got Elijah Cannon, the transfer from Auburn, who has looked good look good and early in camp production has dropped just a little bit but you know i I would foresee him being in the mix of things uh you have colin sullivan who's had a really good camp uh up to this point uh so he should he should probably be in the top six as uh, we get the 2022 season underway Marshawn rice another interesting uh wide receiver to track obviously has the the body, the skill set to to make an impact. He's been in and out a little bit of practice, but you know I think he's done enough to this point, at least to get into to the early part of the rotation. But you know, if, if healthy, I think they're top three receivers right now, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Tyrone Tracy, Charlie Jones, and uh, Brock Thompson. Now you can move Tracy to a running back, put in another receiver, uh, and do a lot of different things. Uh, tight end is. I think pretty well established uh Durham is the number 1 Paul Perrier will be number 2 they did suffer the injury uh to Garrett Miller who who was a pretty strong backup for Purdue um how how Purdue fills that void at the backup tight end uh you know Miller has a unique skill set uh as far as a, a physical presence and also uh pretty good athletic ability uh I don't think anybody on the roster brings that uh, so he's, uh, you know, he's going to be hard to replace. But I think right now you're looking at a couple, couple tight ends, uh, at least in the early part of the season, until some others catch up uh, and get more comfortable and their development continues. But you know, Payne Durham's going to be the number one tight end. Offensive line's been pretty consistent, at least with the number one group uh, throughout the, the first, you know, two weeks with Eric Miller at uh, left left tackle. Spencer hostage at left guard, Garrett or Gus Hartwig at center, uh, Marcus Mibo uh, at right guard, and Cam Crang at right tackle. That's been pretty much the lineup that that we've seen. Now I, I guess they could get into this week and change everything up, but um, based on those first eight practices, those were the consistent starting five. Uh, you have a Sonoi Fanu a transfer from Florida international that will probably be in the mix at, at right guard. You have Daniel Johnson who's been in and out of practices because of an ankle injury. Uh, he could be at right tackle, uh, Muhammad, uh, Moussa, uh, another big, uh, big guy who got playing time last year, uh, could be in the mix, uh, for, um, for some playing time. Uh, you know, and, You know Purdue and you know assistant coach Dale Williams and Jeff Brom have both said that uh, they they want to play more uh, bodies on the offensive line. Uh, They want to have a deeper rotation, and uh, we'll see if that actually uh, holds true. You know, uh, Fanu and Johnson are transfers, so you would think that they would play uh, be in the mix early uh, to to help with depth. But you know, we'll see how that. Uh, shakes out on the defensive line I think the starters are uh, pretty well set you know Jack Sullivan will be at a defensive end Branson Dean at one of the tackle spots Lawrence Johnson at the other tackle spot Uh, and then uh, your Leo which is the hybrid defensive end um, linebacker spot you have Kadron Jenkins and, um, Scotty Humpich, I think those two will share that, uh, share that spot. And I think that could be a pretty productive position for Purdue based on what they've done, uh, throughout the preseason practices. Um, I would, I would look for them both to kind of share, uh, equal playing time until, you know, one maybe emerges or becomes a situational thing where one maybe is better against the run the other one against the pass and so on and so forth. So, uh, but I, I think the the defensive line is pretty well set from a starting standpoint. Now, when you get into the uh, the second and third team, and they do have a lot of depth there. Uh, you know, they did lose uh, Demarge Lewis to an ankle injury. He's out for the year, uh, so that that carves into their depth. Uh, so you're losing one one important piece who would who would probably be um, starting if not for. Branson Dean and Lawrence Johnson. Now, Prince Boyd uh, played uh, a lot of snaps last year, so he probably moves in to that, that spot that, that Lewis held. You have Cole Brevard, uh, the transfer from Penn State. Uh, we'll see how much playing time he would get uh, here in the, uh, in the early going. Um, you know, and Purdue has some other uh, options there. The West Lafayette graduate, Mo Amanaday. Uh, probably we will see some action there at the at, at the defensive tackle spots. Uh, so you know Purdue Purdue has some op- options. They are deep. Uh, it's probably the deepest uh, position on the team uh, right now. But losing Lewis did did hurt because uh, you know Lawrence Johnson has um, you know he's kind of put together with duct tape and wires right now. Uh, he had two off season surgeries. So you just don't know how long he's going to hold up uh during the course of a twelve game season and uh, you know if he can play every game, I think that would be a tremendous accomplishment for him but he just you know he he he's going need he's going to need some breaks here and there and uh time to recover because he he is he's been banged up in his career and uh so that's where losing uh lewis uh kind of take you know- hurts a little bit and uh, we'll see if uh, we'll see how you know how Purdue overcomes that. Uh, but they're still pretty deep, and I still th- I still think that group uh, will be pretty effective uh, on the defensive line. Uh, linebackers: Karen Douglas uh, set to start, Samisi set to start. Uh, to me, one of the most interesting uh, or intriguing prospects uh, is, is OC brothers. Uh, Linebacker who transferred from Auburn prior to last year, uh, very athletic. Um, he seems uh, he was probably lost a little bit last year trying to to figure out what to do and how to do it. Um, uh, so you know, I think he's much more comfortable uh, right now, um, and I, you know, I, and I expect him to potentially start certain games based on who they're playing. Uh, obviously. You know, Douglas and Samisi are more run stoppers, more guys that play downhill. Uh, they're more effective when you play Iowa and Wisconsin and those kind types of teams where uh, OC brothers can probably be more effective in space. Uh, and so I think you'll see from the linebacker standpoint, at least from a starting perspective, um, I think you'll see some mixing and matching there, you know, based on based on the opponent uh but i, I do you know i I'm really looking forward to seeing brothers play uh because i you know i think he gives them a, a ver- really strong athletic element at linebacker or something that they're missing you know douglas uh played very well last year aside aside uh or next to uh, Jalen alexander obviously samisi was hurt last year but um you know brothers i think is is uh is a guy that to kind of keep an eye on and see what kind of impact he can have from that linebacker standpoint. Clyde Washington, I think, is probably still uh, raw. Uh, I think he's kind of grown into who he's going to be. He's a big 6'3 linebacker, uh, and I would expect him, similar to brothers, will he'll be on the field a little bit more against spread teams uh, because he should be able to, to cover in space a little bit more. You know, but are those, you know, can those guys really stick their nose in there in the running game and and really clean up uh, some plays? You know, a lot of it depends on how the defensive line is playing as well. Uh, in the secondary, Jalen Graham right now is the nickel; he can play anywhere. Uh, they got to get him back healthy, but they should take their time. There's no really no rush. He, he tweaked a hamstring uh, last week. Uh, he, he was scheduled to get back this week, but I I, I don't really foresee them putting him out there. And, and risking further injury to his hamstring. I'd be surprised if he played in a scrimmage unless he's completely uh, 100% and there's really no need to, to to risk that because he is the most valuable player on the defense just because of his versatility and just based on how he plays. I mean, the guy's all over the field. He's, he's their best sideline to sideline guy and you've got to keep him healthy. He'll be a nickel, but he'll line up in a lot of different places. Uh, the safeties, uh, Pretty well set. Cam Allen and Chris Jefferson, uh, likely your starters there. Uh, Sanusi Kane, who had hip surgery in the spring, is getting is getting on the field more and more. Uh, so don't be surprised if he would play uh, in that opener. You know, you go to the cornerback position. This is the, the situation I talked, to, talked about at the beginning, where your starters are going to be, or your number one guys are going to be Corey Trice and Jamari Brown. Uh, but they're recovering from off-season surgery still. Although uh, Corey Trice did participate in the scrimmage on Saturday, uh, probably more than Brown did. Uh, so that's a positive sign. He's wearing a brace on his on his left knee. Uh, he also had uh, ankle surgery, uh, and he you know tore his ACL. Um, but he, you know, he is probably their best cornerback. Uh, when you get right down to it, uh, he's a playmaker back there. You know he's long and athletic and lanky. Uh, it's hard to hard to get a ball over him. Uh, I think it was the Oregon State game last year where he knocked down a pass over the middle. That uh, uh, that I think it might have been on third down uh, as Oregon State was trying to make a comeback. So yeah, if he's healthy, he's a starter. And so with same with Brown. T. Denson, a transfer from Kansas State, really hasn't practiced a whole lot. And I think at this stage, you know, just over two weeks away from the, uh, the opener, I think it, it may be difficult for him to get on the field uh, against Penn State. But he's a guy that obviously can help Purdue uh, down the line. Now, Reese Taylor has gotten a lot of snaps in camp uh, or the preseason practices, but he did not uh, the team was in full pads on Monday but he did not participate uh, in practice he was doing some work after practice uh, some situational stuff uh, but when you get beyond those three four guys uh you know that 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 becomes a concern if trice can't play if Brown can't play if Taylor can't play cornerback uh, becomes a big concern at that point you know Bryce Hampton is a transfer from. Uh, Division two team or Division two program, uh, Adams State out in Colorado. Uh, you know he's been here in the spring. He, he obviously knows what he's doing at this point. Um, but I, I do think there's a drop off, and then you get Brandon Calloway, who, who's getting uh, reps at cornerback. Uh, but you know Purdue needs its main guys back there. To me, that's uh, the most concerning position uh, right now. Uh, for Purdue is the cornerback spot. Uh, you know, if you if you tell me today that Brown and Trice will be 100% ready to go, they can play uh, a lot of snaps on September 1st against Penn State. I think that would alleviate a lot of uh, concerns. But as of right now, I mean, they are slowly working their way back in, and when I mean slowly, it's it is slow. It is slow progress. <laughs> Uh, If you want to call it progress or not, but I think every day they're doing a little bit more. uh, Hopefully, leading up to a point where uh, they can play significant snaps uh, in that uh, season opener. You got to make sure Reese Taylor can play as well because I think he's going to be a big key, a guy that can play both both sides uh, and fill in in some different spots. A very versatile player. So you know, right now I think cornerback is the most concerning. Uh, Position on the team, uh, not because of a lack of talent or a lack of experience. It's just the main guys haven't done it a whole lot here in the first two weeks. And uh, how do they hold up in a game if they haven't practiced a whole lot? And that's that's a concern I think we won't know until they actually get out there. Uh, Special teams, you know, Charlie Jones is going to be one of the main returners, if not the returner, especially on punt returns. Uh, one of the reasons they they got him from Iowa uh, was to give a lift in the in the return game. Um, you know, Mitchell Finneran will be the field goal guy, and Jack Ensell will be the punter uh, as of right now. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of again, I think a lot, lot of the starters are pretty well set. Um, I don't think there's much drama left. There, there's probably some some things that need to get sorted out from a backup perspective and. Uh, I think you're looking at more situational things. You know, who's you know when the defensive line goes to, to in a goal line situation, and then it goes six up front. Who are, who are the who the additional players are going to step in there? Uh, things like that. But I I think pretty I think the lineup from a starter standpoint uh, is pretty well set, unless there's a key injury or there's just something that that we've missed here. Uh, in the first uh, couple weeks, you know, Purdue does have, I think, a lot of experience across the board uh, at a lot of positions, um, which should allow them uh, to to put together a, a good season. You know, I, I you know, I'm not going to sit here and predict anything right now. But you know, if, if their guys are healthy, if their main guys are healthy, uh, and if they can continue to to stay healthy and uh, get some help from from the bench, from the backups. You know, I think they got a chance to to put something together this year. But you know, your your, your main guys still have to play, and they got to produce. You know, when you look at this, you know, you look at the starters, the potential starters. Uh, there's probably a you know one or two, maybe three NFL guys right now that would you would you would think that would get drafted beyond that. I don't, th- don't know if it, Purdue has a lot of those guys right now. Um, you know, I'm talking about O'Connell, uh, Trice, Jalen Graham. I think those are the three main guys that, uh, you know, potentially Charlie Jones, but, you know, I think those are the main guys that NFL scouts would be looking at right now. Uh, as far as, you know, maybe that's not any different than any other year with Purdue. You know, last year was David Bell and uh, George Karloftis, they were the givens. You know, Xander Horvath was taken late by the Chargers, um, and other guys uh, uh, were in the mix. But, you know, again, you know, I think Purdue is pretty well set from a starter standpoint. And as we mentioned, you know, uh, wide receivers depends on the formation. Running back depends on the formation. Tight ends depend on the formation. Uh, but, I, you know, I think things are pretty well, you know, locked up as uh, – you know Purdue, Purdue finishes up this, you know the final, final week of the, of the of the preseason practices. So, uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, if you have comments uh, or questions, feel free to reach out, and we'll do our best to to answer them the best to our ability. Again, thanks for stopping by, and have a good day.